going on geeks you're listening to episode 245 of the geeks under grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with shelly nolan hello and lj lowry hello this week we're geeking out about the game awards disney's investor day and our favorite christmas movies uh before we do that consider giving us a review or rating on our favorite podcast app your favorite podcast app not ours um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it does help us a lot uh we really appreciate it bunches so please do that let's get into the podcast we had a really long podcast last week i don't want to make any promises this week it could be a two-hour podcast we'll see what happens uh <laughs> what lj cyberpunk 2077 i'm very excited about it i got to see a little bit of the gameplay myself but i didn't play it um, okay what do you what do you think so far okay so so there's a lot going around real quick i want to preface this it's varied depending on what platform you're playing on i know there was a patch that recently came out like in the last two days uh, but for me i didn't have too many issues with it uh as far as like bugs or anything uh i it mostly the game just kind of mostly crashed on me a couple times mm-hmm. uh, but that was it like i didn't have any major issues i'm playing on an xbox one x um, but okay. the game itself is really cool. Like, I would not recommend playing this on a base console. I, I uh, it's bad. It's very, the the uh, the model nothing. The models don't render well. It runs at like fifteen frames per second. It's just crashes. It's bad. Yeah. It's, all the time. Okay. Yes. So there is. Glad a, that I waited. Do, yes, they do have a. They they're even letting people like contact them if you can't refund it in any in any way you bought it they said they would let like people email them about like possible refund stuff yeah which is um, really good which i, I think mean, is cool they have that. yeah yeah i have um, a friend who has it so i went over and watched a little bit of him playing it on pc oh cool and i don't know any of his specs but it was working hard mm, yeah my, graphics my, my friends who are playing they're both playing on ps4s and I watched them both play at the same time, and they just both crash. Even though they're like, "Oh yeah, they released that that patch. Like it's not crashing anymore." Then like crashes, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> "That's nice." Yeah. But, so, other than the issues, I'm enjoying the game a lot. They, there's this intro section. It's almost kind of like Valhalla, where it's like it's about five or six hours before you even see like the title card. And, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I know you could, you would have a reference point for that. That's why I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, that's when the story kind of picks up. Um, I, I'm not really going to give too much details about the story, but it's really cool the way you can build your character out and have them specialize in, th- in certain things. So I really applied to the things I learned about stats in D&D in playing this because instead of min-maxing all my characters like I've done all my life, uh, playing D&D has taught me, like, you, oh, you should specialize in things. You know, that, that makes things more interesting. So I did that yeah. in Cyberpunk, and my guy, his... I believe his stats are in, like, body and, like, um, like the evasion type of stuff and, like, stamina kind of stuff. So he's very combat heavy. And so a cool thing I eventually got to do was I only needed one more upgrade to start be, to be able to force more doors open. So instead of, like, hacking, I'm, like, brute forcing my way through certain parts and certain ways you can get in, which is cool. Um, it's very much a mix of 
you know, like shooting, stealth. Um, you can get your way out of certain situations based on the origin of your character, which is cool. So I picked Street Kid. Uh, I, I, I just, it was kind of just, I related to that route so much. So I just picked Street Kid. Um, which is more of the brawler anyways, isn't it? Well, it doesn't really matter as far as like, it, pretty much I think your origins only affect who you are in the world and how you interact with dialogue. Backstory okay. dialogue, yeah. Yes, kind of like almost like Dragon Age in a way where like, totally. they'll, okay. they'll, yeah. So basically what I loved about um, a situation I was in is that uh, you're making this deal with this like, this leader from this gang. And so he's taking a hit of some drug that he's inhaling and he tells you like, oh, like, come on, take a hit, whatever. And so my, I had an option that said Street Kid, in which my guy was able to already recognize what drug he was using. So I chose that option, and so my guy basically said, like, hey, like, I know what this is. And so that saved me from pro- from possibly drugging myself in, yeah. uh, within, like, right before a big combat scenario. So I just thought that was okay. interesting, because without that, I could have chose, like, yes or no, you know? Like, um... And even then, it uh, from talking to my brother, it sounds like certain things I did were different than the way he did things. So uh, I don't think choices necessarily reflect throughout the entire game till the end. But there are definitely multiple routes you can handle certain scenarios and talk to other characters. So I think in that, it's it's achieving what it's setting out to do. You can kind of play the way you want to play uh, if, if you want to. Um, it felt very Bioshock to me. Do you get those kind of vibes? I mean, as far as like atmosphere, I, I guess, mm. um, in the way the first person stuff is, because it's not really like this gunplay is amazing or like, you know, the, the vehicle like controls are like amazing. It's, it's really very much an RPG. Uh, it's not like super great in one particular area. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Um, Bioshocky, yes, in a way, like it's it's very it's very immersive. The characters are really good. Like a lot of the story characters, I really like. Um, yeah, it's it's good as far as I've played. I, I mean, technical issues aside, like I, I I think my brother he's playing on the same platform as me. I think he's even had more issues than I have. But I really think it's going to be a case by case basis. Uh, so it'll it's going to work great for others, and it's going to run like garbage for others um but it sounds like the base for the base console versions are just something you want to stay away from cool yeah totally. yeah yeah i'm i'm glad i never i didn't get the game right away i was not interested in the game at all but even watching like my friends play i'm like actually pretty interested and i feel like at Mm -hmm. this point like once i get a ps5 maybe someday it'll go on sale and maybe i'll pick it up i i feel like i do need to mention this there is heavy adult content you go it's even in the character creation well yeah so there so on (laughs) on the so on the flip side of that the character creation you can so there's a actually a nudity filter okay um and so you can basically like all the characters that would normally show up nude, they show up like with underwear or whatever, lingerie or whatever. Um, they turn the sliders, the extra customization, those are completely gone in the, in the, with the filter. Okay, um, cool. but yes, you're very much in the red light district parts of this city. And there is going to be some places that if you're not comfortable with this stuff, like even like, it's just something I will I honestly cannot recommend to really 
I guess any I guess people in our particular demographic unless unless you're okay like with that stuff i guess well, if i can but, turn it off is a huge deal like yeah but even then Mahalo there's, that too, there's like, certain oh. places you go to where there's certain things sitting on the shelves and oh, per- okay I see what you're saying. uh there's particular things that happen in places that you go to in this game that uh you can't really avoid so I really have a hard time. It's not one of those things I can just be, t- go like take lightly and say like, "Hey, like if you're comfortable with this, you know, or not, you know, check it out." But I I have a hard time recommending like recommending it really, like as far as content goes. Yeah. So that's it. I just I wanted to add that last part. Yeah. I I'm also waiting for PS5. I'm thinking about looking into the game. Uh, I've been really excited about because of Witcher Three, so we will we'll see if that happens. <laughs> someday I'll have a PS Five. Yeah, <laughs> someday, someday cool. we will. Well. What have you been playing, Shelly? Uh, I've been playing more Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah, and a little more Hades as well, just sprinkled in. You know, was really inspired to play after the Game Awards. After it was robbed. No. <laughs> it got best indie of the year. Definitely deserved it. Um, and I think it got best action, which is really awesome. I'm glad. Um, but it was nominated for all this stuff. And again, it's just an amazing game. If you haven't gotten it yet, I'm pretty sure it's on sale right now. I think, at least on the Switch. Um, I think lots of game awards sales are happening right now. So definitely, yep. definitely pick it up. It's just amazing, honestly. Um, but yeah, Breath of the Wild's still fun. Uh, I don't really have much more to say about it. I don't really... Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about it. It was just, you know... <laughs> it's Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's cool that, it, I mean, that your Age of Calamity experience did bring you back to that. And we talked about that last totally, week, I think that's totally, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, again, it, it really... It still makes my gameplay Breath of the Wild better in, in a lot of ways. Just not always in the ways I expect. That's cool. <laughs> Do you go to locations that, you know, used to be... Yeah. populated and just see how empty and desolate totally. they are now and that's really cool because like the citadel and uh akala like the akala citadel is actually a very important place in age of calamity where you like fight mm-hmm. battles and stuff happens so it was really cool like even i think it was this weekend i visited the the citadel and i'm like oh yeah it's um abandoned and empty <laughs> and <laughs> totally destroyed <laughs> so yeah, I, I really do appreciate that. And I like, um, yeah, being able to see places where I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is a place we were. Um, or at least I could have a really good vision of what it used to maybe look like just because I could see the architecture and buildings and environment from Age of Calamity. But, um, yeah, man, I want... Oh, Breath of the Wild 2 news! That was, like, the one thing I maybe yeah. hoped from Nintendo out of the Game Awards, but of course they didn't deliver because it I don't think we're gonna get that until 2022. I think, gonna, I think you're right, and I'm really mad, but you know what? You don't even think, like, E3 might get a little something? Maybe. They might get a little something, but that game won't be released until 2022. It's, oh, it's yeah. fine if it's not released until then. Like, I've been waiting this long for Silk Song. I can wait this long for Breath of the Wild 2. I, I thought there could have been Silk Song news during the Game Awards. I wanted that too, but. Well, I okay. say E3. I should say E3 or E3 adjacent, because we don't Whatever know. Whatever happens next year. Yes. Yeah, who know. knows? I, mm-hmm. know. I feel like Nintendo's just. They. 
they're doing their own thing. They don't care about presenting what they want at the Game Awards. They're they're just they're releasing an indie world uh, tomorrow as of recording. Oh yeah. So it's like they they really are just floating their own boat, doing their oh, own thing. Oh, that is would be legit if Silk Song did show up on that. That'd be crazy. Oh, but I'm sorry, I'm already derailing. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already derailing. We're not All good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've just been playing Valhalla. I. Um, yeah, there's really nothing to add there. I <laughs> was a little worried that I wouldn't even have that to, to talk about this week, but I got a little bit in finally. Um, I've been having to grind a lot, and so that's taking me out of the game because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to get back to the story. Finally got to yeah. a point where I can do that. And back into it again. Interested once more. Cool. Mm-hmm. When we get into the gaming news, uh, everything's going to be a little bit different. There's so much going on in all of the news spaces, so we just kind of picked our favorites. Uh, LJ, what stood out to you? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, the first one is kind of a personal favorite, and I know something, like, uh, certain audiences care about. Um, so, Xbox has had their quadruple-A studio uh, <laughs> called The Initiative, and a few months ago, rumors were going around that their next game was going to be a Perfect Dark video game, and Perfect Dark is from Rare. <clears throat> they worked on... This was after GoldenEye when they made perfect dark because they didn't have the license to the next james bond game so they did their own thing then there was perfect dark zero which was a 360 launch game and so uh that's where this name comes from and it was this big teaser and uh, everybody was so excited to see what it was going to be and and that's what it was rumors confirmed it is the new perfect dark game uh it was so so fun when we're um if you if y'all missed it we actually streamed the game awards and, and that was so much fun which was a lot of fun but it was it was it was really funny because um lj was I got like so excited. a full second in front of like what i was watching <laughs> I was like, so we're watching perfect the, the, and you usually did a really good job not like saying yeah like, what that, that was. one i broke though <laughs> but yeah i was just like he's just like perfect dark. Oh. i was like before i could even get finished with the second word i was like perfect i was like i was so excited like if anything that was the one i geeked out about the most because it was very wholesome. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Because <laughs> we had that issue before in past years where one of us would be like, yeah, like we would totally man. geek out before like anybody else in Discord got to it. And yeah. it was a fun time. But yeah, so that is like the one right there I'm super excited about. Um, it has me wanting to maybe stream the original game from Xbox next year because it, it controls so much better than it did on the 64 controller. That'd be cool. Yeah. And kind of show people what cool. that is. Um, yeah, and so second piece of news uh, is I think the one everybody was waiting to hear about uh, was the new Smash character, which is now known as Sephiroth. Yes. And yes. I, I think that Sephiroth. was so exciting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what? I think everybody is so stuck on rumors. I think it's one of those things people keep throwing darts at the wall until like at every target they can find until it's until it's right. Um, but Sephiroth is some is a character that I don't think anybody expected, and I, I give props to Nintendo for throwing a curveball there. Well, Honestly. they do already have a Final Fantasy character. Yeah, Cloud. Yep. Yeah, so this it's... is the first um, villain DLC yep. character. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I believe significant. so. Was K. Rule not DLC? Was he oh, K. Rule. Oh, you're right. K- Wait, no. Was K. Rule DLC? He wasn't DLC. He's a new character who oh, was yeah. in Ultimate, okay. but he was not DLC. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That, that's pretty <laughs> crazy. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah, I think that there was this uh, sort of ingrained idea in everyone's head that um, just sort of how these games were coming out or these characters were being released. It's like, oh, we're never going to see DLC character from the same game as another character already in here. Except for like Piranha Plant. I don't know if Piranha Plant counts because no one really saw that coming and it was technically mm. free if you had the game early enough. Um, but when I think about it, yeah, like Banjo-Kazooie, Min-Min, um, Byleth, Joker, like all these characters are, are very separated from the rest of the roster. So mm. it was like such a turn it's such a like a paradigm shift i think to see sephiroth because on one hand you're like you know oh we never thought he would be he would be in this game but on the other hand he's perfect for this game so it was i'm i'm really pumped about it i think it's bringing a lot of um sort of life back into the community there's you know frame melee is still an absolutely still going on thing and and a lot of people are like reminding each other like hey even though we're really excited about sephiroth and smash let's not forget that nintendo sucks um (laughs) but i think it's brought people back excitement to sakurai and like what he's doing and um just the game itself in the community um Mm -hmm. a lot of people have been joking too that the like some of the best players in the world at this point um mk leo and tweak are both just like very very excited to play as Sephiroth. It's like, oh no, like he's gonna be the new top top two characters. We're gonna start start seeing a bunch of Sephiroths. He's now. such a long sword. <laughs> that that's the oh, thing that I does suck about this. fighting game tournaments is that you start to see some of the same characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just it's it's really really cool and yeah. Most people aren't upset about, which is nice. Um, except for the people who are like, "Oh, it's another anime sword character." It's like, no, it's the anime sword character. Yeah, he has to be in this game. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, it, it fits perfectly with the game awards with like Final Fantasy VII doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably did that on purpose. Yeah. But anyway, that's me. That's that's my. Yeah. So the third piece of news I feel like is the biggest surprise. Like Sephiroth was a surprise, but I feel like this is one that nobody saw coming as far as like announcements in general. And that is uh BioWare teased that there is going to be a new Mass Effect coming. Um with a teaser trailer and basically they did the Marvel thing and it's like it all it said was like Mass Effect will continue. Kind of like how Marvel at the end they're like uh, so and so will return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, Liara was in the trailer. She's a very loved party member, uh, from the original series. And I also find it interesting because, uh, they, I don't know, Bioware is in a weird place right now, especially people leaving, but they also say there's going to be veterans coming back to work on this game. And uh, they also talked about, or they also teased more Dragon Age, which I feel like wasn't much of a teaser than we got before. It was, I was disappointed with how little they gave us. Like, it was cool, and I'm like, who is Varric's voice? But It I was more of confirming no what we already knew, basically. It was no information. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's one of those things where I, everybody can be excited for Mass Effect. I think that's okay. But again... Yeah. 
Uh, but again, it's one of those things like you're saying, like, hey, let's not forget Nintendo still kind of sucks. Um, let's not forget that Bioware is in a really tricky yes, spot right now. that they're now, in a bad and... situation right now, and I don't know whose yeah. fault that is. People are going to point to EA, but I don't know. There's there's just so much involved in there right now, and so it's they haven't even announced what the thing is yet, and it's a tease, so. Totally. But it is, it's super hype. Um, yeah, it's still exciting. And, like, I haven't even played Mass Effect. I do plan on playing it with the when that remastered trilogy comes out. I think yes. that will be when I play it. I like, do as that well. That will be for a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that and about a hundred other th- things uh that yeah, is uh the, the news the game awards were full of stuff um, it was either uh if you if you want a recap a very small summary recap of all the stuff you might have missed if you didn't watch game awards uh lots of space related games um lots <laughs> a couple road trip related games there the, was like the, the more journey. than one yeah. and uh some viking related games and that's that's Oh, there you go. That's your. That recap. reminds me. I'll just mention this for Cody, but the people that made Black Desert, their new uh-huh. game is called Crimson Desert, and it's a very Viking style setting. Ooh, it looks amazing. Uh, like I'll check it out. I didn't graphics. see that. Yeah, it's a long trailer, a lot of gameplay. So it looks. I just gorgeous. I just figured while we said Viking stuff, I had to mention that. Right. Yeah, but it's it was so kind of annoying to me how like all the games seem to have like the same like themes i was like mm-hmm. come on guys like is space really that original at this point but mass effect doesn't count because mass effect's a series that's been going on for a while yeah so. that is one of the space yeah yes it things, is the so. correct <laughs> it is the one yeah so yeah that's the gaming news cool right we'll get into movies which i did not see any of <laughs> oh. um go ahead shelly so, I watched two movies. Well, one was not really a movie movie. I watched a Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, finally. Yeah. That's where we're at with it. We're like, it's, it's not really a movie, but it is. It was kind of weird. Like, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. It was fun. The jokes Did you ever watch Robot Chicken Star Wars It specials? was basically Robot Chicken. That's all it was. That's yeah. all I was thinking. Absolutely. The entire like, time. A kid's version of Robot Chicken. Like, it could have been the same writers, yes. and I would be like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, some of the jokes really funny. Like, I feel like it got r- funny towards the end more than anything because it wasn't really making me laugh. And then the second half of the movie, I felt like I laughed a lot. I liked some of the jokes, like uh, like when Lando's like, "I hope it's a cape, it's a cape, it's a cape," right? And then he's like, <laughs> "It's a wrap." Oh yeah, that's actually funny. Um, but it was also just like really weird. <laughs> I'm like, why does this exist? Anyway, yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> people should watch it but maybe yeah. i don't know the joke about palpatine being dead was the best that is the joke that broke me i was like okay that's really oh good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just like a very strange trip yeah um yeah so i watched that i also um watched rise of the guardians because i, I want to watch a christmas movie and it's not really a christmas movie but it kind of is a christmas that's movie. one that you can watch yeah. in between like i feel like you have till easter to watch that one and it still fits <laughs> like yeah. it's perfect yeah it's been a while since i had seen it um i love it that's a good one i really like how like i don't know what the freaking like designers were on but <laughs> all the de- all the designs for every character like all the at least main guardians i would say the kids actually don't look very good but right. like, who cares about the kids right we care about the guardians <laughs> the guardians look so unique 
And it's just like, like, who just thought, like, okay, Tooth mm-hmm. Fairy, Hummingbird. I'm like, yeah. okay, I wouldn't have thought about that. And then just getting freaking Hugh Jackman to be as absolutely stereotypically Australian as possible. Oh, now, yeah. Now, here's a question I have to our Australian listeners. Please let me know. Do people actually say crikey? Is that, like, a regular thing, or is that just a Steve Irwin stereotype? <laughs> crikey. That's we got, my question. We got into this a little bit last week, so that's kind of a good follow-up. <laughs> Honestly, because it's like, I they make Hugh Jackman say it a lot, but at the same time, it's like, is that actually a saying, or is it, like, I only hear it from Steve Irwin, but that's, like, my most experience with, like, Australian media. Is and he's Steve got a Irwin. boomerang. And now that we know that you're listening, we're going to ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> We love you. <laughs> but Everyone's anyway, like, it's just... To our Australian it, friends. <laughs> it's just so weird. Then you got freaking Russian Santa. But he's not even Russian. It's Alec Baldwin. He's not Russian. Like, <laughs> It's such a weird movie. But it's very... like. I always thought that Jack Frost deserved better than weird Elsa fanfics. He deserved another movie. He pretty much that's is. Yeah, yeah. That's like... <laughs> But if you haven't seen it, um, we watched it on HBO Max, and uh, it's it's fun. It's it's a nice fun movie. So um, I still have my DVD, like, and I converted it to like Vudu because they have that feature where you can like scan it and pay like five bucks. Nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's what I watched. Movies. Cool. Cool. LJ. Oh yeah. So I, I don't really have much to say about a bug's life, I guess. Um. I watched it when we had my nephew over, and I watched uh, almost most. I watched most of it, but then as I was watching it, it hit me, um, and I realized that this is basically a kids' retelling of the movie Seven Samurai. <laughs> and I talked about it. I talked about that a couple months ago, the original movie, and it's basically person from the town goes to recruit warriors to def- to defend to help defend the town from the evil thing that's ruining their lives. And that's how it, that's basically what Seven Samurai like was and that was made in like the, <laughs> that was made in like the 30s or 40s or something. I don't remember when when it was made. But then it just hit me. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's recruiting warriors. That's like the samurai movie." I'm like, I think I've heard that I'm analogy like, before. And well, so the problem is or not, it's not a problem, but it's one of those movies that you'll see a lot of other shows and movies pull from it's it's just mm-hmm. one of those classic type of storylines and so I, I just watching it i had that like epiphany and i was like wow this is actually a lot more creative than i thought you know it wasn't just like <laughs> hey like this is a kid's movie with bugs in it it's like no this is actually taken from a like samurai epic and i was like okay this movie's actually a lot cooler than i thought it was yeah, <laughs> nice so, it's still a fun movie. I hadn't seen that movie in years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I think I just... I've played the game more recently than I've watched <laughs> the, the Bugs uh, Life movie. game on, like, Nintendo 64. N64. Or... <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's Boys and Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember renting that from block from uh, Blockbuster once or something when Man. I was a kid. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know what Blockbuster is... No, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Some people might not... <laughs> yeah um i follow the uh there's one in alaska still that's and, pretty uh, awesome they have a twitter and i don't know if i'm actually following their twitter or if i'm just following someone's twitter that says that they're from alaska i think it's them <laughs> though it's hilarious yeah um, 
bunch of just random stuff that's like just jokes yeah uh anyway yeah bug's life turned out to be like this thing that had a lot more layers to it than than it it's one of those things when you watch a movie when you're a kid and you're like oh this is fun but whenever you watch it as an adult you're like oh this goes a lot harder than i thought so yeah that, that, that's where i was at with it and so i had to share that epiphany cool love it well we will get into the movie news then shelly what stood out to yeah. you again there's a lot of so, stuff going on i got a lot of things but I, i'm definitely not going to go in depth about many of them because honestly we don't know much about most of them so yeah. this is taking information um from the disney's investor day they announced just a crap ton of disney things like that, loads you know, disney owns everything at this point so yeah it's a lot um but just some things that sort of caught my eye in the movie realm um there's gonna be a new animated uh movie called encanto um that looks cool and that's actually gonna it's one of lin-manuel's uh miranda's projects so you already know it's gonna be pretty good um, and it's, uh, just a story about a family in Colombia. Like, that's, that's all we know, um, really. We got, like, a little teaser, which had cool music. That's yeah, like, Colombia! It, had, it like, had music Whoa. and, like, stills, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. So, I, it's interesting enough for me, but that's all we know. Um, another one is one called, uh, Turning Red. And it's about a, like, a preteen who is sort of, you know, it's, I think it's sort of like a coming-of-age story. But she, every time she gets excited, she turns into a giant red panda, which is just such a crazy concept, but it just might work. You know what I mean? And it's from the same people <laughs> who created the bow short. It's like the same sort of team. Oh, yeah. Um, as okay. far as what I heard. So that, I think this, that's pretty cool. Does this red panda also like metal? Oh, that's that's what is that show called? Uh, Agretzko. 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 I think. I'm just like that is a red panda. I've been meaning to though. Looks really good. Um, It was too cute for me. I couldn't do it. That's just like a really weird, interesting idea. But again, like original, just like Encanto. It's from the creator of Bayo. You said. A uh, bow, yeah. Bow or something? Yeah. yeah. It was like the little short where, where the mom yeah. took the bow. And I love that. It's her son. And you're like, ah! Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't get emotional. What? Um, <laughs> so here's something that isn't original because it's still Disney. So um, we're getting a Buzz Lightyear movie called Lightyear. But it's not a, a Buzz Lightyear movie. It's It's... Buzz Lightyear, the character, not the toy that we know in Toy Story. It's not even a character. Well, it's not even a character. It's supposed to be like a it's real person. So meta. It's, it's I don't really understand. Weird. But it's like it's basically so like... in the Toy Story universe, there was a man named Buzz Lightyear, and mm-hmm. he went to space, and they made a toy after that person. Yes. And then they made a TV show about the toy. Which, the TV show is a real thing. It's on Disney Channel. Yes. If you watch when you're yeah. You know. Which, and it, it was but really also good. existed in their universe. Yeah. And so, the movie is based off the original. So what's also weird is that Buzz Lightyear, the character in Toy Story, is loosely based off of Buzz Aldrin. So that also, there's like... There's like all these weird connections. Yeah. It's so meta. I just don't it, know how I feel about it. And, and it's going to be Chris Evans as the voice. I think which, we got to see more. 
is just weird. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because I feel like I love Buzz Lightyear, but I love his character and I love his character growth and I love his relationship with Woody and I love his relationship with, um, I don't know, with everyone. Like, that's why I like Buzz Lightyear. I don't like him for the idea of him. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I, I don't think I'm going to get anything out of um, a movie where, you know, telling the story about how this sort of character was created. Again, it's very meta and strange. Um, yeah. yeah. But I guess Disney can do what they want because they have the money. Also something we only got a still from as well. So we have exactly. no idea we, what this is even going to look like. We really have no nothing. We just here. see his face in like a mouse. dark shot. It's almost like. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It, like, maybe it'll look. Maybe it'll be like a Disney version of um, Interstellar. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of want that now, actually. That'd be cool. But yeah, it's like you're you're creating this. I just don't know. That's just a lot. It's too much for my brain to think about. But yeah, um, yeah. if you really like Buzz Lightyear, let us know how you feel about this because I really like Buzz Lightyear and I don't think I like this. <laughs> I know I know I'll be taking my nephew to see it probably because he's a Buzz Lightyear. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I just want to see more. I just want to know what the heck it's about because I'm just confused. Yeah. Um, But sort of moving on from more um, traditional Disney, moving on to actually MCU. um, We do have a couple announcements there that um, sort of I'm privy to. So we got our Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is you know a direct sort of reference to the Star Wars holiday special. That's pretty awesome. Um, that's going to come out in a couple of years. We, again, we know nothing about it, pretty much. We just know that it's a thing that's happening. Um, but that's... <laughs> it's going to be a full movie. Like, I don't think it's just, like, a holiday <laughs> special. I think it's literally a full movie, so... Could um, be. Ridiculous. And canon to the universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so weird. They're going to make it as ridiculous as possible, but still got to tie in, I bet. And then it'll be really weird. I wonder what's going to happen. Again, we don't know. Uh, moving on. There's also um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I love how um, ridiculous that title sounds. I know. Yeah. I love the Ant-Man movies, so I'm really excited yeah. about this one. And they're actually going to be going up against Kane the Conqueror, which is Confirmed. nutty. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. Um, yeah, that's just a like big a Fantastic big Four villain. villain, right? Yeah. He's just a big Marvel villain in general, and he's a very time-based villain, so... Yeah, so it makes sense. It it sort of fits. They're going to do some weird, timey-wimey crap. Um, (laughs) Can't believe I just said that. I really am Doctor Who trash. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yahoovian. Converted. Gosh, (laughs) dang it. Uh, And then, um, I think the the last news that is interesting, but it's like, kind of don't know how to feel about it. They, They are absolutely confirmed to make another Fantastic Four. Yeah, um, that's gonna be. I'm excited. Yeah, it and, makes sense. You know, they've tried, they failed. People have tried and failed many times. So let's see. Like Spider Man. See how they mess this one up. <laughs> we, um, we they can't because it's Disney. Well, I guess we'll just have to watch. Um, uh, before we They'll do put leave Spider Man in it or something, and then it'll be perfect. Oh, they could do that. I yeah, so. I guess so. You could do that. <laughs> Um, before we leave movie news, I want to give a shout out to Squadrons, because Patty Jenkins is doing a Rogue Squadron movie. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't really include right. the Star Wars movies. There's a lot of Star Wars um, shows that were announced, though. So I think that's what makes up. Yeah. Uh, the, the movie is, to me, that one's just really cool because Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman, but also Rogue Squadron, literally the title mm-hmm. of a video game. So it's like, hopefully more like video. I mean, it's connected, hopefully, to that stuff, which I think. Will it be a video game based movie, technically? Technically, yes, it probably uh, won't. I'm yeah. so confused. I know, from what I heard, that it's going to be sort of taking the same sort of time and area as The Mandalorian. So there's going to be connections. Oh, and There's going to be connections with Ahsoka. There's going to be connect Like, a lot of the shows that they're releasing, so the live-action ones, I've heard that they're all, oh. like, kind of getting connected. So, it, so having played Squadrons, the game, I can see how they can make a Rogue Squadron thing during the new republic because wedge is probably going to be involved mm-hmm. uh so in a way though i i i I'm just seeing that it is getting made i was like oh this is gonna be cool so i just wanted to shout that out yeah and totally. patty jenkins is cool because that's that's the first time she's gonna cross over into disney stuff i think yeah totally cool. um but that's again there's just there's even more that i didn't mm-hmm. talk about but that's sort of the little bits that the stuck highlights. out to me that we don't really know anything about because it's so yeah. far out. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll get into the TV then. Uh, what what have you guys been watching? I'll start with... We'll start with Shelly again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched anything different than I have been. I mean, I'm still watching Mandalorian Season 2. We only have one more episode at this point. I think I that's oh. crazy. It's very crazy. Um, it's going to be off the charts. It's yeah. going to be a big episode. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, and then I've been watching more Doctor Who. We're really, really trucking through that show. I think last week we had just finished season five. We're essentially done with season seven now. Wow. Um, Have you met Clara yet already? Yeah. And, and we're, we've definitely met Clara. And she like did a bunch of stuff. Wow. Yeah, like, we're, that's funny. Are you still... You had the same reaction when I was telling my other Doctor Who friend. She's like, wait, so <laughs> have you met Clara? I'm like, yes, we absolutely met Clara. We're like, she is the companion at this point. Um, I mean, uh, I've watched up until... So the last thing we watched was the Day of the Doctor, and that's the 50th anniversary special. So yeah. that's with the three different Doctors, which is, like, super interesting and cool. I heard that one was cool. So it was really awesome. cool. It was really cool. I love that so um, much. Yeah, it was it was really fun to see um, ten and eleven just like hit it off because they're just so. One of them is just like there's basically like ten is the edge lord who just regrets all of his things that he's done. He has just <laughs> wallowing in guilt. Um, and then you got eleven who is literally the incarnation of uh, use Healy's to run away from your feelies. And then you got the war <laughs> doctor who's like I'm surrounded by idiots. And I I just think it's. A good episode. That's cool. Um, Technically, there's four doctors in that. Oh yeah, well, there's like a bunch, show... but there's a lot. Um, the uh, for s- spoilers for something that's been out forever and it's a TV show. Uh, yeah. But the curator at the very end, the art curator, is yeah, one of the original was... doctors. That's oh, what, cool. Yeah, he was one of the originals, and then like I think he's also like four. a shot of Five? Peter Capaldi's doctor, which is really cool because yeah, it's the season right before Peter Capaldi. Um, it wasn't even there yet. <laughs> exactly. So I'm really excited to move on to Peter Capaldi. I really liked Matt Smith, but I'm ready to see kind of the next stage. Um, so yeah, the next episode is the holiday special, which Matt Smith obviously 
Not Matt Smith, the actor. No, uh, the doctor acted by Matt Smith obviously will die or somehow and have to regen. Like, we'll see how it goes. Um, he'll move on to Peter Capaldi. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. But, um, yeah, we were really kicking through it because, um, I don't remember how many Peter Capaldi, uh, seasons there are, but he's the one before the current doctor. So Mm -hmm. like we are, Mm -hmm. we're doing it. I feel like there wasn't that many. There was probably like maybe only two or three, maybe. Yeah. I could be wrong. I I honestly don't know. Right. I honestly don't remember. Well, I don't know because I haven't seen it before. Because I remember that's when Joe got into it was the Peter Capaldi stuff. Oh, nice. Which is good to know because a lot of my friends, um, when they used to watch in the heyday, including my husband, sort of like watched maybe the first season of Peter Capaldi, then like dropped off afterwards. Um, So it's good to, I don't have a lot of other friends who like have seen much past this. And I don't think I have any friends who have seen um, Jody, So I have no idea how she is. But anyway, that's that. Mm. Um, That's really good. But uh, I haven't watched anything new besides that. That's just my next where we are in the Doctor Who journey, that's our stop. Cool. And then, anything else to add for the Mandalorian, LJ? I see that's... That's kind of all I got. Um, it's yeah. just been really good. good. Yeah. Must yeah, watch, so I think, for any geek. It's yes. fun to see them bring back some little, like, formulas and the way they've done things, like, uh, in the first season as well. Uh, which mm-hmm. is cool. So it seems like there's going to be a tradition, a particular tradition that I won't say, but I think they're going to probably do that once every season. So I yeah. think that's cool. Be cool. All right. Uh, I did watch one other show. It was Queen's Gambit. Ooh, my mom's uh, been telling me to watch this. Oh, I've heard yeah. so good. They managed to make chess interesting. Um, <laughs> you're gonna go buy, you're gonna go learn now sorry to all the chess nerds i know how to play chess oh, okay i'm terrible at it uh but i will <laughs> play a game with you if you uh challenge me there are some crazy uh, stats on how many people actually like downloaded apps learned how to play or like actually bought like sets which is so weird to me because no part of that show made me want to play chess i was <laughs> like wow this sounds so much more complicated than i've ever it, like this has so much more thought into chess than i've ever put into the it game it seems like there's more to the show than chess as well so there's oh yeah um so it's about the character um who her name is beth I'm trying to think of her last name i can't think of it right now um who has a drug addiction um mm. from a very early age and you gotta kind of see her life um while she you know struggles to be basically a genius um and a druggie and how that like kind of affects her life contradicts uh, each other almost probably yeah it's definitely not like house <laughs> um <laughs> although it kind of sets it up almost at the beginning of like in that first episode as though that's the way they're gonna go mm-hmm. um it's not uh so it's, it's very much a sad show um there was one episode in particular that was very hard to watch um for obvious reasons uh dealing mm-hmm. with the drugs and stuff uh yeah i don't know it was it was really really well written uh a lot of fun to watch everything came together in uh in a really cool way and i recommend it i don't want to give too much away it's just yeah that Uh, sounds cool yeah there's not it doesn't really sell it to be like it's a show about chess but yeah because uh 
my, the way my mom described it is even she said, cause I think like, I kind of, I kind of told her about the conversations we've had about how Netflix like is bad at like with cliffhangers. And uh-huh. I, think, I think she's watched enough to of it now, but I think she even said like, if they wanted to end it after that season, they probably could. Yeah, if that um, is anybody's worried, that's another great thing is it's seven episodes long and it is a limited yeah. series. So they're not okay. going to be making another season or anything. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, she binged that in a day. So I knew, I was like, dang, that must be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a friend that they watched it in two days. They watched it the all night and then they went to sleep and they woke up and watched the rest of it. <laughs> uh, we watched awesome. it in probably three or four days. Um, it's just it's it's really, really good. Hard to put down for sure um yeah cool. watch it if you're okay with that kind of content uh, there is a lot you know very rated r very heavy in the drug use uh, a lot of cursing uh it's very much her life and so there's a lot of stuff that um just mature things that she has to that she if goes if i'm through. not mistaken i think it's based on a book as well yeah it's not a true story by any means um right. although i did have to look that up i was very curious because it takes place in the 60s and I was like, that seems like such a specific time era. It, it sounds uh, very much like a yeah. fictional biography or something. Like the way yeah. like, that's marketed. Yeah. It, it's exactly what it is. Um, but it also makes sense that they did that time era because the the show would be very different in modern day. Like we have mm. computers and like you mentioned the apps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is before all of that. Uh, they actually talk about yeah, that's when drug use in was, the show. I mean, not that it's not rampant now, but that's when drug use was like new and kind of at its height, I feel like. Yeah, popularized, I would say. Yes, yes. Yes. Easy to uh, get into. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So, it's I don't know, a lot of fun. I'll uh I'll end it there. People should watch it if if they're okay with that type of content. Cool. Um, just for the sake of amazing writing and amazing acting. Uh, we'll get into the TV news. I'm going to kind of fly through these. Yeah. Um there were a couple trailers that came to mind, which were Loki and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki was crazy yes. to me. Was there a trailer for Falcon? I definitely thought. The what? Was there a trailer for Falcon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have not seen it. I need to go watch it. Oh, it's amazing. Um, it's very good. Yeah, very... It reminds me a lot of Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, cool. Uh, and so... The trailer for Loki was really good. Yeah. Uh, you can definitely see the budget a little bit better in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, it looks... Okay. They have this flight scene where they're definitely just, like, straight up flexing on how much money they put into that show (laughs) it's a crazy flight chase through these Mm. mountains through this canyon and you're like okay i get it you got money Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um it looks cool though it looks very like buddy cop-esque cool and then loki looks insane it reminds me kind of a vision in the fact that i'm like what is going on here that looks Uh, so fun yes yeah yeah he's like Working for what it looks like it's a multiverse situation. I definitely, definitely. thought so. Owen Wilson is in the trailer, uh, Which and he looks crazy. just like Howard Stark. It's so funny. It's just I remember. <laughs> yeah. So my so Daniel watched the trailer, and I was like, no way! I want to just watch the trailer. He's like, I didn't even know that was him until he said it. And I'm like, oh, and and then it shows the elevator <laughs> scene, and I'm like, it's Owen Wilson. They got it. They're gonna collect all of the famous act, all of the actors, and they're in their Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet of actors. And it's just so funny because he literally just his voice. It's just Owen Wilson. I love it. It made me so happy. I was almost positive that he was like another dimension, Howard Stark, because he's got the same mustache, he does same not hair. Look like no, 
<laughs> you don't think so? Different? No, absolutely. He doesn't look like Howard uh, Stark. I definitely thought it was, and I was really oh, confused. Apparently, he's Wilson playing Mobius and Mobius, and the way that people have found out who he is is by turning on captions, and it had who was speaking. That's uh, cool. for each one because no one knew who he was mm-hmm. until then. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know. I don't totally understand what's going on with Loki. I feel like people who read the comics though will know a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. There was, I can't remember the name of the organization um, that Loki is like becoming part of in this show, um, but I know that's part of the comics, and people who know what it is will understand a little bit better. I, I think uh, the the thing that Loki has is almost confirm not confirming, but just leading me to believe is that uh, they're gonna be feeling some repercussions from the time stuff in Endgame because he's totally jumping through different time periods, and I just feel like. And with Kang, I just feel like in the end, in Phase 4, there's going to be some results from all this time stuff. Yeah. Well, there's... He even brings up his brother in the trailer. He goes, brother, you better be ready. And you're like, wait, is Thor, like, in this? What's going on? Um, (laughs) I would love to see Maestro, I think. Because I hate Professor Hulk so much. Sorry, Mark Ruffalo. I know... You really wanted that to happen, um, yeah. but I hate it. <sighs> that whole role, I feel like Hulk's character, I felt like got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. But anyway, Ragnarok a, Hulk was amazing, and then that happened, and yeah. so I think Maestro would be, it is a tangent. Um, Maestro is Professor Hulk going game. crazy, going back in time and killing all the Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. would be a really cool storyline, and make it yeah, worth That it would be cool. Um, Maestro is going to be in the new Avengers game. Nice. With the Hawkeye Ooh. DLC. Nice. That's cool. That would, that would be cool. Uh, and then we'll get into... There's a bunch of other stuff that happened with Marvel. I should mention, there are like 10 shows, I believe, uh, that were announced for Marvel. And then there mm-hmm. were definitely 10 shows for Star Wars that were announced. All so Disney Plus, much. Which is very saturated. I'm a little worried. I don't know if I'll watch everything in Star Wars. Uh, I will make an effort to watch everything in Marvel, though. I've watched Iron everything Heart thus far. Look, sounds like so cool. I'm so glad they're going to do Ironheart. I think that could be really yeah. Cool. That'll be awesome. Uh, she Hulk bringing back Abomination. There's some crazy, crazy announcements. Yeah, uh, and the actor from Incredible Hulk movie too. I'm like, finally, that movie is getting some love and connection to the yeah. MCU. He's the one who played Abomination. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Star Wars though. There were a couple things that I thought were worth mentioning. There's a lot worth mentioning, but I know a lot of people forget out about Acolyte, uh, which is supposed to be an Old Republic-era show, and there are some theories that it might have to do with Darth Plagueis, which I know in our community uh, seems to be a very big deal yes. to people. Yeah. Um, we have indeed heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Uh, <laughs> but I know that the Geeks Race community would, would love if that's the case if not though i think anything in the old republic is cool to see in the first place and then uh, acolyte seems very like hyper religious from either one way or the other it could be dark side or light side in that sense yeah it'd be really cool to see uh i don't know just like that kind of side of the force Uh, we've always seen it kind of from a warrior stance and like a, a fighting stance we don't really see the force much through a religious stance except for uh, and Rogue One a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it'd be cool to dive into that a little bit. We'll see. 
And then the thing that I'm probably most excited for, besides in Star Wars specifically, is Obi-Wan. Bring it back. Hayden Christensen as Darth That's Vader. Huge. Yes! Very huge. And I don't know what that gold. means, but I'm happy. <laughs> like, yes. do, are so they, is he just going to be Darth Vader? Because you could put anyone in that suit, and then as long as James Earl Jones is, is talking, yeah, I'm happy. He's a, he's a crispy chicken when he gets into that suit. So I it's guess. like, yeah. So like, I, mean, I was thinking like maybe in flashbacks, because at this point, they can do flashbacks. They can literally Clone act Wars. out Clone Wars things uh, in yeah. a live action. You have Ahsoka. You have like, they can that do it. That would be pretty cool. They really want I would they love say- to see, you know, the fight that everyone's talking about is them, like, fighting each other again. Like I said, that could be anyone, though. Uh, it'd be cool to see Ahsoka. So, even in Rebels, I think, I mean, spoiler for a show that's been out for a long time, for a good yeah. while. Uh, Obi-Wan's in Rebels, and I think they fight in Rebels, so that could have some connection there. I mean, it apparently it takes place ten years after episode three, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just yeah. have no idea what they could do. I'm interested i think flashbacks is a really good way to go i i I do want to give lucasfilm and disney credit because this is the second actor that whose career was basically killed by backlash Mm -hmm. i think uh because then they brought back ahmed best who played jar jar binks they brought him back for that jedi temple challenge and so to bring back hayden christensen i think is really cool because I think he'd been in some stuff, but again, I think that he was one of the people that was like affected by the backlash. So I yeah. think it's so cool. And it's it's really clear, like that he he still loves Star Wars. Like he was hanging out with kids and people at the um the Star Wars theme park, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's like super cool. Like he's still really into the community, and and this is like a really cool opportunity for again him to um step back into this role and step back into this community and people like welcoming him, and that's really exciting mm-hmm. yeah uh, using the hashtag gug cast though we'd love to hear what you were most excited about this week there was just so much news um so if we missed anything that you were like ah oh, we how did you not talk about that let us know um maybe we even missed it that would be it cool. took me a day like a whole day or two to process everything because i was so yeah. still stuck on the game awards and all the fun and yeah. hype we had for our stream and then to come off that and be like oh wait what's this giant list of other news that i'm learning Honestly, about too much yeah there was a lot uh, we do have a question though from our community on our discord if you want to join our discord you can do though so through our website uh and then there's a gug cast questions channel there and twitchy thor asks what's your favorite and least favorite christmas movie uh mine real simple bad santa or uh, not bad santa the the fat man is that that's your favorite thing Batman's my favorite movie now. Christmas okay. movie. Okay. Nice. It was wonderful. Cool. Wow. I loved it. Uh, I watched that last week, for those who don't know. It's a rated R uh, movie about someone trying to assassinate Santa Claus, and it takes itself, like, hyper-seriously um, on purpose. And it's it's got, oh, what's his name? Uh, Mel Gibson as Santa. One of the funniest things I've watched in a while. Um and I, I haven't seen that in a while. Like, something take itself so seriously since, like, Sharknado. Uh, but Sharknado <laughs> doesn't really take itself seriously either. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, like, it knows it's bad. And they're doing it on purpose, but they just, like, took it real serious. Uh, yeah. Sharknado doesn't do it justice either, because they, they're kind of goof around a little bit. They know what they're doing. Um, there's nothing that compares. I can't think of anything. It's like Lego Batman... And how, like, overly serious he is, <laughs> that it's funny. 
Uh, it's like that. Okay. In Christmas form. My least favorite. You guys are gonna hate me. Those old original claymation stop motion things, like R- Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and stuff. I was gonna lump them all together because they're all, all in the same them? movie. You're gonna oh. lump them together because they're clay. <laughs> yeah. So. My favorite of those would be Olive the Reindeer. And that was, like, way after all those were released. It was just the same style. So you're like, where's my explosions in CGI then? Yeah, there were no mech suits. So not for me. You're like, this isn't uh, these There was wholesome cheer and merriment. Man. Uh, Santa eats cookies in Fat Man. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shelly, what was your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is also oh, very okay. that is um, good. But it's 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 just a staple in my family. We've watched it every every year since I was a kid, so I can't not say it's Christmas Vacation. Like that, that has to be that. That is the like I literally watched it on Thanksgiving to prepare for the Christmas season. Um, so yeah, Christmas Christmas Vacation is definitely my favorite. Um, my least favorite, and I, I realize it's probably different than, like, you know, the movie that you think is the worst. Because I know there's a lot of really trashy, bad Christmas movies out there oh, that yeah. I would probably hate. But just when I think of least favorite, I think of Polar Express. Polar Express is just really weird. It yeah. has a lot of Uncanny Valley stuff going on. And yeah. it's also, like, a musical. The elves really creep me out. Um, it has this weird, like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of a fever dream of a movie. And my first experience with it was actually watching it in 3D when I was a kid. Um, and like when 3D movies were still like fairly new, um, we had to go to like the local IMAX theater at the Pacific Science Center to watch it. We went there on a field trip and I just remember like there's that scene where the, the train comes halting to a stop and I was so scared that the train, the tip of the train was going to touch my nose. I had to take off my glasses and I was, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. No, this is just a movie. Um, but I don't know. There's something about that movie. I just kind of hate. It just makes me uncomfortable. So that's probably my least favorite. Cool. What about you, LJ? Uh, I'd have to say my all time favorite. Uh, it's, it's just so nostalgic. And I've never seen, I mean, I think I've seen the sequels, but I don't remember them at all. But the Santa Claus is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Solid. Solid. Yeah. It's just, there's just, a lot of it's probably nostalgia, but I feel like it's very creative. It's it's very good. It's very fun. I love, Um, I think the Santa Claus 2 is my favorite of the, uh, of the series. It's been a while since I've seen that, so I probably need to watch it to see how it holds up. Um, but yeah. Because like, it I is like a direct Neil. sequel. I love his sweaters. I love Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Bernard is amazing. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, I, I I put some thought into, like, worst. like Or not worst. Maybe least favorite. Yeah. Uh, having watched it recently, uh, I don't really think I like A Christmas Story all that much. Hmm. Um, that's definitely an older movie. Um, but it's just kind of bleak. Like, even, like, the humor is kind of off like it's still like Mm -hmm. i guess it's still an enjoyable movie but it's one of those movies that like i can watch this because like my family's watched it for such a long time but it's not Mm -hmm. one of those movies that i can recommend that people that i can't recommend it to people that haven't seen it 
And that's probably a hot take in a lot of ways that like, it's just my least favorite. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, um, but it's just, yeah, I can't watch it the same way I did before. I'm like, it's just not entertaining to me. Um, so yeah, it doesn't really like capture the spirit in something like Santa Claus or elf or, you know, like one of those that's just high energy and just fun. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at. Cool. All right. Well, uh, none of us mentioned Die Hard. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, could have made yeah, that a whole that, conversation. Die Hard is a good one, <laughs> but uh, not not on my favorite, not on my least favorite. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, yes. Anyways, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, the podcast is there. Uh, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ, on Instagram at WarHeroLJ underscore GT, and you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShark24, and you can find me streaming Tuesday nights um, at twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming. Keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.